Hello, you're listening to the Secret Keepers Club podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I am your host. Welcome to the club. We got a great episode for you this week. We have some questions that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. You can always send in questions there. We read them every week. And got a couple of things that I want to chit chat with you guys about. I, well, first and foremost, and most importantly, I did get highlights in my hair. I did get highlights in, in my hair and I'm feeling, I'm feeling fresh is what I'm going to say. I feel very refreshed. It is summertime Carly, but it, it, that, I mean, getting highlights when you have brown hair is probably one of the more exciting things that could ever happen to you. And it's so embarrassing that I just said that. <laughs> The way that getting highlights was the highlight of my year. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. Why is it? (laughs) God, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) I really feel that way, though. I feel like a whole new person. I went out. Well, okay, so... I had a busy week last week. One of my friends was in town this weekend. The one and only Megan Otto was in town. Uh, saw her. We went out. You guys know Megan Otto. You love her. She was on a couple episodes of the podcast and she's in, she's in from Portland. So I saw her. And then last night I went for drinks and I went to dinner and it's just like, at some point I am a socialite at this point. So it's very exciting. And then today my dad, shout out to my dad brought over several attachments for the sink to fill in the pool. And it it's working, sister. So now we can just streamline it straight from the kitchen into the pool and and the pool overfloweth. That's how that's how full it is of water. We're not talking 0.5 inches anymore and and two and a half hours of work. We're talking a hose is is oozing, okay? So yes, it is luxurious and I'm sorry, but a lot of people have contacted me for reservations. You can't have one because we're fully booked. (laughs) We're fully booked, but I will put some of you on the wait list and we'll see if, if anything opens up, but it's truly like living in a hotel, not a hotel, a resort, a chalet, is it a chateau or a chalet? Because I think it's a chalet because when I was growing up, my favorite bagel place was called the Bagel Chalet and it felt very French to me. And it still is my favorite bagel place. They have the best bagels. Shout out to, shout out to the Bagel Chalet, okay? If, you, if you've been there, you know what time it is. They have really good bagels. And, and when I tell you my heart breaks for people who aren't from New York that don't understand the fascination about bagel, the people that are not from New York are like, okay, it's a bagel and... But I'm like, yeah, because you could you get yours at Dunkin' Donuts. It's different. You might as well just have an English muffin. That's how I feel about bagels that are, you know, non-bagel place bagels. But anywho, let's not get political this early on in the episode. I have a pool. It is refreshing. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I do have highlights in my hair. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. I'm on one today. I, uh, what did I want to talk to you guys about a a few things? Number one, I said a word wrong the other day and it's haunting me. And I didn't know that I said it wrong. 
but I was talking to somebody and I was telling the story about how a couple of years ago, you guys might even remember this. I mean, why would you? It's so insignificant. But if you do, you have a good memory. I won a goldfish at a carn at a at the San Gennaro feast carnival, you know, like the carnival games. And I took it home and it ended up dying the next morning. But I was telling the story and I said, I didn't even have a fishbowl for it. I put it in a vase. And the slander that followed and not in a condescending way, but he's like, Oh, a vase. And I was like, yeah, a vase. He was like, I thought he's like, I think it's wild when people say vase. (laughs) I'm like, why? And he's like, cause it's just, I would never say that it's vase. And I, and I have said vase before I'm not anti vase, but I don't know. I think vase, but I'm like, is vase. Here's the thing. Is pronouncing it vase luxurious or is pronouncing it vase such trash? Is it like when my mom says mozzarella? <laughs> and you're like, ma'am, ma'am, don't do that. Don't say mozzarella. You've never been to Italy in your whole life right? Uh, Oh my God, guys. Oh my God. Wait, I have a story for you. I have a story for you. So my parents were here this morning with my nephew and I put out little snacks, you know, I put out hummus and and chips and veggies and whatever. And my mom's like, did I ever tell you the story about hummus? Which who says that first of all? So I knew it was going to be a hoot. (laughs) And she goes, (laughs) And this is so my mom. This is so my mom. She goes, I thought I invented hummus. <laughs> Girl. She goes, I one day was making toast and I love chickpeas. So I mashed up a bunch of chickpeas and I put them on my toast. And this was back in the day, like 20 years ago, my mom was a bartender and she went to the restaurant that she worked in the next day and she went into the kitchen and she told <laughs> And she told the chef her recipe (laughs) that she invented. And she said, I mashed up chickpeas and it was so delicious. And the chef was like, yeah, that's hummus. (laughs) And I go, ma, how'd you not know that that's what hummus was? And she goes, well, it was before hummus was popular. I'm like, I feel hummus is like an ancient food. But it, guys, I was cracking up because my mom always, my mom will make something and she'll be like, I invented this. I'm like, it's chicken. It's chicken. She's like, I invented that. I invented that sauce. I'm like, it's ketchup, you know? But God, that just cracked me up so much. But anyway, is it like when my mom says mozzarella? Because I I have said it vase before, but I don't know. What do you guys do? You have to tell me that. And I also have another question that has nothing to do with the vase slash vase. And this is a question that keeps me up at night. And I, I wrote it down on my phone because I think about this. I would say it keeps me up at night four nights a week for as long as I can remember. Um... And it's a simple question. And I don't mean this to offend anybody. I'm sure a lot of you do this. So I'm not trying to hate on your life, your lifestyle, your activities, your whatever. Why do people go camping? 
Like, I can't fathom why, okay, I can't imagine in what world I would say, (laughs) I would go, oh yeah, camping, yeah, cool. Let me pack my things and let's go to the woods. I just don't get it. With the bears? Here's the thing. I can't even sleep in my own bed. You think I'm going to sleep under a tree in the woods? Also, just a little sidebar. I don't ever want to go in the woods, whether I'm sleeping in there or not. I don't understand. I, I, they scare me. First, they feel very dangerous. Any type of thing in the woods, climbing, like hiking? No. You guys all, I'm sure some of you are hiking right now because you're psychos. You're hiking up a cliff or a mountain or something. If you've never been hiking, let me explain it to you. You're climbing up rocks that have no rhyme or reason to them. Okay, they're different sizes, they're different shapes. Some of them your foot can't even be flat on, okay? And the rocks are slippery and they're covered in wet leaves. And you're supposed to be having fun (laughs) at that point. What? Also, nobody mentions this about hiking. Once you get to the top, there's no chairlift going down, sisters and brothers. You're walking down the hill. And you're already, you already almost died 47 times. You rolled your ankle. That's also the thing. Like, what if, God forbid, knock on wood, what if, God forbid, somebody gets hurt when they're hiking? Like, your friend is supposed to do what? You, there's no ambulance on site. Your friend is supposed to carry you down the hill? What? So then what's your other option? Do you say, okay, I'm going to bring the biggest guy I know. Say I bring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, just off the top of my head, right? I'm going to bring him because if I, you know, if something happens, then he could at least pick me up and carry me down, which by the way, very hot. But what happens if he rolls? I've seen that man's ankles. They're little, they're dainty. If he slips and he rolls an ankle, it's little. What am I supposed to do? I'm not dragging your fat ass down a mountain. I can't do it, Dwayne. And also there are bears and it's going to be a rough night for you with the bears because I can't be involved in it. I'll call 911, but I can't physically do anything to help you. So the whole thing just feels very dangerous. And the camping too, it's like, I'm all set. I'm all set. I was talking to one of my friends about it and they brought up a good point saying it's cool to live like, like a survivalist and hear me out. I'm very much a person that I appreciate and I understand why houses were made and I have no need to explore life without that luxury. I just, I get it. They were made for a million reasons. And all of those reasons go away when you go camping. I'm all set. But I know I'm sure, I mean, I know everyone I know is like camping is cool. Here's the thing. I will say a caveat here. If there's an RV, I'm up in that bitch. For sure, I'm up in that bitch. I will be cracking open brewskis in the RV and looking out the window and waving to you guys because I also want nothing to do with any activity that has to do with packing bug spray. So I'll be in the RV with the AC bumping, listening to some music, right? 
and I'll have the time of my gosh darn life. But other than that, other than that, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's definitely not like I didn't grow up doing like outdoorsy kind of stuff either. So, you know, that's a, that's just the question. So please let me know. And I don't mean that sarcastically, like, please let me know why. Other than the one reason that I said that my friend brought up where it's like, oh no, I want to, I want to know what it was like to be like a, a Neanderthal, you know? Um, what else? Oh God. I saw a couple on the subway the other day and this has been haunting me and, and I haven't slept. I saw a couple on the subway the other day, they were sitting next to each other. They had matching couple tattoos where like he had the, okay. They weren't from New York. I could just tell because they looked, uh, first of all, they were both wearing flip-flops and, and, um, they had like an M&M store bag, which is huge red flag. And, and they looked super nervous that they were going to get mugged. That's how you can always tell people who aren't from New York or don't live in New York. They just look so scared to be on the subway. Um, but they also think that they're blending in, which is the best. It is the best. And I love them. I love them for it. But anywho, so they had matching couple tattoos. So his was a lock and hers was a key. And they had each other's names under the tattoo. And when I tell you the reason why it's haunting me is because, by the way, I feel like it's whatever. Like if you're going to get a couple's tattoo, they say it's bad luck, but eh, do whatever you want to do. Like I'm not the boss of you, but tell me why in big letters it under the key it on her arm, it said Kyle. <laughs> I don't know why, but it looked just, it was like an advertisement. I'm like, ma'am, we could have not done it on the arm too. There were so many different options, but Kyle, Kyle, you're rocking with Kyle so hard. Like I've never known love like this. I've never known love like this where she said his name is Kyle and I will rock it on my forearm. The way that I love this couple more than anything, and I wanted to talk to them and be like, please let me follow you on Instagram or something because I need to know more about your life. Do you ever see people like that where you're like, I need to know about you. I need to see your social media. I need to meet your fan. I need to know just I give me 15 minutes with these people because they're so fascinating to me. I love seeing people like this where I'm just like, what world are we in? I love you. And I don't even mean that being like, um, like, I don't know, like I'm better than them in any way. I don't feel that way. I just feel like they're so different. Kind of like people who go camping. They go camping. Kyle, Kyle, and what was her name? Amber. Kyle and Amber go camping and they fuck when they're camping. For sure they do. The way that he probably pregnated her in a tent. <laughs> And please don't email me going, it's impregnated. I know. But I like saying pregnated or where I say he's going to pregnant her. But that's just, you know, that's just my lingo. But yeah, that was wild to me to just have a huge tatty on the arm saying Kyle like that. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I love people. I just love them. Love every second of them.
Uh, we have some emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Let's jump into them. I'm trying to see. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. This one says, need advice. Guy isn't sure if he wants a relationship. Ooh, it's crazy that I just read the, the title, the subject line of the email, and I already know what my answer is going to be. But may, who knows? Maybe there, maybe there's a different situation. Okay, here we go. Hey, Carly, love you and your comedy and your podcast very much. Your podcast upload on Monday mornings makes my commute to work much brighter and always makes me feel better about taking on another week as a high school teacher. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that very much. I'm writing in for some advice about a guy that I've been seeing. This guy I'm referring to and myself matched on Tinder back in November and went on our first date in December. We've been going on dates a couple times a month since then. He's handsome as hell, funny, intelligent, kind, and respectful. Ugh, not one of those. Ugh, not the perfect one. Okay, this has been my first real for foray into dating, and I don't know if I pronounce foray right. Is it foray or is it foray? I don't know. Into dating in this manner of going on dates and getting to know each other. My exes were always people that I was already friends with. The chemistry with him was quite powerful between us, especially the chemo the sexual chemistry. Back in March, I very lightly floated the where do you see this going topic. And he said he thought that being boyfriend and girlfriend seemed like the next step to which I ultimately which I said I ultimately wanted to be there, but I wasn't in a rush for. Fast forward to this past Saturday when I brought up the topic again, and he proceeded to tell me several different things that really confused me, and now I have no idea how to feel about him. At one point, he told me he has, quote-unquote, really enjoyed the time that we've spent together. At another point, he said he, quote-unquote, didn't know if he wanted something serious or not, and then I point-blank asked him if he saw us being boyfriend and girlfriend, and he said yes. Oh, no, this is so confusing. Oh, boy. There is more to the conversation, but I'll spare you. At the end of the conversation, we left it as we will revisit it again soon, a couple of days from when I'm writing this message. My gut is telling me that when we talk about the relationship stuff again, he's going to tell me he doesn't want a serious relationship. But I was so thrown off by saturday's events that i really have no idea which way this is gonna go i think this guy is amazing and i would love to be with him and continue share continue to share a life together and get to know each other even more but i've just been so confused and agonizing over this the past few days what do you think i should do would i be stupid to stick with him if he says he wants to be boyfriend and girlfriend after this turmoil any advice would be hugely appreciated so that maybe i can calm the fuck down okay girl first of all this is totally normal. These things happen. Just breathe, just relax. It's gonna, these things always work themselves out. Okay. And you didn't do anything wrong. I actually want to, first of all, give you your props for bringing, bringing this up to him early on when you got, when you felt like you were kind of catching feelings for him, you wanted to see these conversations are so important. And I always say this, especially to have in the beginning, if you're feeling some, some, like you really want like to be with somebody eventually or you like them in a nice way or whatever like them in a nice way like them in a nice way i said <laughs> girl what what is happening to me every week it changes every week i say something that i go who was that woman because I don't know her. Like him in a nice way. Okay, grandma, nurse, she's out of her room again. 
like them in a nice way. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but when you start having feelings for somebody, when you start developing serious feelings for somebody, that's what I should have said. Instead of like them in a nice way. <laughs> Well, I think it's important to have the conversation in the beginning because you know my whole thing. Why Don't be afraid to bring things up to somebody that you like. Just don't be afraid of that. If you're sleeping with them, sorry, but you got to talk to me too. And I think that, that I've said that so many times on this podcast that at this point, it is qualified to be on my tombstone when I die. Put it on my tombstone. I think it's good that you spoke about it. Give you your credit for that, of course. And it makes perfect sense why it was brought up again later on because you were like, okay, let's have this conversation. Let's see when this next level might be happening and all of this stuff. He seems a little too ambivalent for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you if I were you or if you were one of my friends, what I would tell you is you got to you gotta just keep going out and dating. I know he's gorgeous and I know the sex is good and I know all of this stuff. Of course he is, of course. Because that's why you like him so much. He's a great guy. He would be a great boyfriend. You're planning out, you're planning out everything. I get it. Um, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. I always say that because you're putting all your energy into somebody that first of all, doesn't deserve it because he hasn't committed to you. And you're taking energy away from other people that could potentially be your boyfriend or your husband or whatever. So I think that you should continue dating. You're on Tinder, keep swiping on Tinder, keep going on dates, even if it's, you know, with people that you're like, eh, I'm not crazy about him, just kind of hanging out, having fun, or just going on dates once a week or whatever. I think that with men, especially, you know, you know, deep down, if he wanted to be with you, he would have just said, boom, yes, right away. And that's not to hate on him because I would hate for him to have told you, yes, I want to be in a relationship and I am ready to be in a relationship and have done the opposite. So he's not wrong for not wanting to be in a relationship too, because there are just people who aren't in that place and, and don't want that. But it's the mixed signals and it's the ambivalence and you're kind of living in the space of like, okay, well, you said one thing and now you're saying something different. So just tell me what it is. But that circles back to what I said before, which is if they don't know, if they don't know, we're still, we're still dating other people, period. He should know. He should know. He, whatever. Even if he's not ready now, he should be like, I, I want to give myself time. I think you and I are great together. I want to, I don't know, be exclusive and, and maybe in a few months we can make it a little bit more official, but you've done everything right. I think that you just need to get a, a final answer. And I would take the, the, I would take the ambivalence as the answer. You know what I'm saying? I think you should just keep, I think you should just keep trucking along girl right? We don't chase. We don't chase. We're not waiting. We're fine. We're it, it, it is the summer of, of having highlights and having a pool. And I know that that's very specific to me, but you guys, we're all living it together. We're all living summer 2021 as the highlights and pool summer. And that's for sure. You know, 
you can always get a pool from amazon.com for, for about $14 and fill that baby up and you will feel like the queen of the world. And no man will ever break up with you because you have a pool. <laughs> I just, um, I'm sorry that you're going through that. That's the worst feeling, the not knowing and like, oh, he didn't text me, blah, 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 blah. No, it's the worst. Keep, keep, keep it moving. You know, I'm not saying it like it's easy, but you got to just keep it moving. Okay, here we go with this next one. This one says daddy issues. Dear Dr. Carly and Fuzzy Pals, whom we all worship. Yes, we do. We worship our kings. Hi, Robert. Hi, Stanley. They say hi, you guys. They are so cute. And I just fall more and more in love with them every day. And I don't know like why people have boyfriends. Because why? Why? When you could just have animals? <laughs> I might be starting to lose it a little bit. Okay. So this says, just want to start off by saying thank you for the podcast every week. It really gives me a chance to get out of my own head and just listen and laugh. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So let's get to the juicy stuff. So I'll start off by telling you I'm a 28 year old mom of two boys. One is four and the other is six weeks. This info will come into play later. <clears throat> well, congratulations on your newborn baby. Um, so I cut my dad off almost four years ago because... He's honestly just a toxic human. And my mom and him have been separated since I was 13, but they still live together. And honestly, it's like the damn Springer show in there. Like the cops know the place by now. My dad has repeatedly done messed up stuff to my mom and I, and here are some examples. He told me that I owe him one because he adopted me. He has thrown hot coffee on her. Oh my God. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. He has thrown hot coffee on her and tried to rip her keys out of the ignition because she owed him $40 and slept with her boyfriend and gave him drugs in exchange. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tried to rip her keys out of the ignition because she owed him $40 and slept with her boyfriend and gave him drugs. Okay. To me, it's lead with the sleeping with the boyfriend. It's lead with that. Be, or just say that one like we wow okay <clears throat> okay my mom ended up in the hospital because she thought she was having a heart attack when he told her that yeah I hear you on that and girl the three of them still live happily together to this day so after all that I told him I couldn't have him involved in my children's life because it was too much drama affecting my mental health and it was a hundred percent toxic so fast forward to today when I haven't seen my mom since August because I was being I was pregnant during COVID and now we have a newborn and she hasn't met the baby because I'm paranoid of COVID but I want her to the only problem is my mom can't drive because she had a stroke four years ago and can't drive she has a f aphasia so she really can't get around alone and that puts all of it all of the meet and greets on me which give me extreme paranoia because I don't want to run into my dad or my mom's boyfriend because I truthfully don't have the headspace for it and I feel bad because I'd love to be in a better relationship with my mom but it feels impossible with the two of them lingering around and having the fear of just seeing them because I refuse to go in the house because of them what's a girl to do am I expected to facilitate everything am I being a baby help <clears throat> wow. Okay. First of all, you have your own life and your own family and your own things that you're taking care of. And I can't imagine how overwhelming it is to be a mom, 
in general, but have a newborn six weeks old and also trying to facilitate meeting family and driving and not wanting to see everybody else in the family. I mean, it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. So I think first and foremost, you did the right thing because you took care of your own mental health and your own psyche by saying, listen, I can't have you in my life anymore, which is a very difficult decision to make, especially to a parent, right? So I think that you shouldn't take this burden. I think that your mom can find other ways to get to you. She could, I don't know how far away she lives, but she could take a taxi. She could have somebody else drop her off. She could pay one of her friends to drop her off or something like that. I think that you can either, she can find a way to get to you, right? She can make it work. Or um, if you wanted to go there, if you wanted to kind of, put together a day in which you guys can all see each other and hang out and she can meet the baby. If you were willing to do that, which I would say, if you're not hundred percent on it, then don't do it. Um, then maybe you could meet in a park. You could meet halfway. If she lives far away, you could pick her up and you guys could just go to the park and you could even tell her beforehand, like, please just be waiting outside for me. Or can you meet me at X, Y, and Z? Because it's just going to send, it's going to set you off and it's going to, make you have anxiety. It's going to just ruin your day. And, and, and what should be a really special day and a really great day, spending time with your mom and your kids and all of that is going to be ruined and tainted. And you don't want to have to deal with that. So I think that you could just talk to her about it and say, how can we make this work logistically? Would you be willing to take a cab? Can Do you have a friend that can help you out and try and work it out in that way? But if it doesn't work out, don't put all that pressure on yourself because it's not, it's not only you in the situation. Um, and I understand you're trying to make it easier for everyone else, but I think you have enough on your plate right now. And, and your mom should, you know, your mom should put a little bit more of a foot forward in the meeting and everything like that. So I'm sorry that, that you're going through that. And I'm sorry that that's your relationship that you have with your dad. I mean, that seems so stressful and I, I think you did the right thing. Um, don't put yourself in a situation where it's going to mess you up though, girl. It's not worth it. It's just not. Um, Okay, what is next here? Okay. We have an update. So this is update. It says update from the Easter Bunny. Carly, I almost died when you read my email last week because it feels like we're one step close to be, closer to being besties for the resties. Anyway, I'm the idiot who wrote in about the guy who she's really excited about after seeing him for a couple months. Your advice was don't put all my eggs in one basket. What I did, become the goddamn Easter bunny. Okay, girl? Oh, no. Or is he the Easter bunny and he's got all your eggs? Ladies, let's freeze our eggs for the summer. Okay, we're freezing our eggs. A few days ago, I tried to bring up where his head is at. Is this the same? This isn't the same girl, but like, is could this be the same guy? Because he seems very much wishy-washy and we are not a fan of that. A few, But also, I just want to say this, please, if I tell you, <laughs> and I can't tell you what to do, but I'm just saying because I've seen it a million times, and I've lived through things and I've been in relationships. I'm just like, if I'm telling you to keep, put all your eggs in other baskets, please don't just take it with a grain of salt. 
I'm being, I'm doing it because I love you and I'm doing it because I don't want to see you make those types of decisions and, and those mistakes and give men that don't deserve it or people that don't deserve it, the energy that they, that they haven't really earned. Okay. So let's see. She said a few days ago, I tried to bring up where his head is at. He said he's been thinking and that he quote unquote, couldn't give me what I wanted emotionally, which we all know is a cop out for quote unquote. I don't want to be with you. Totally fine. Of course, even though he never even asked me what I wanted, but something about this one really got me in my feels when it ended. I feel like I tried to push it too quickly and fucked it up, but should I really feel bad for being excited about somebody and just checking in to see if they felt the same way? Um, not really a question here, but I'm feeling like I wish I was gay and I may actually die alone with my dog. Love you. Mean it girl. Here's the thing. Th this is not a situation where you were not too pushy. You asked somebody that you like and that you're sleeping with where his head is at and you guys weren't on the same page. It's better to do that early because otherwise you don't waste five, six months dating somebody. And they're like, wait a minute, I, this isn't just for fun. We never spoke about this. I, I have a like wife, <laughs> not a wife, but they could be like, I've, I'm dating a bunch of other people. Meanwhile, you thought it was something else. These things need to be spoken about because everybody has a different interpretation of what dating is. It's so lackadaisical now where you got to talk about it. You got to talk about it. So no. And also, I will also say this. If you really like somebody or if somebody really say somebody really likes you, you bringing up the possibility of maybe one day dating is not going to push them away. I promise you that from the bottom of my heart. It doesn't matter because if you really like somebody, you want to have that conversation or you can at least, like I was saying before, say, oh, maybe in like X amount of months, I'll be ready. I'm just not in the place right now. You can figure it out. But if you really, really like somebody, there is no, um, there, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing that somebody could do to push you away if you really like them. Because girl, we're the one that's accepting all the bullshit. When we like someone, and this isn't just like me talking about women and like women feeling this way about men. When you really like somebody, all the red flags, you, you have your little, you have sunglasses on, you're like, I can't even see. I can't even see all those flags. And meanwhile, it is six flags. It is six flags, great adventure. And you're just going, I really like this person. So that's proof. That's the proof that's in the pudding, as I say. It's that there is nothing you can do. If somebody really likes you, there's really not much you could do that's going to make them be like, whoa, whoa. Unless you're crazy and, and you're really crossing boundaries. Then in that case, listen, that's your bad at that point. But there's no harm in asking. And, and if this makes you feel any better, this is what I always think about in, in situations like this and what I always tell people in situations like this. It's like, I'd rather know now. I'd rather know now than to be feeling nervous about asking you about it. And then, you know, six months in, sometimes a year in, you have a conversation finally after dating for so long and then your heart's broken or you end up dating when the other person's not ready. And then you date for like a year or two or whatever. And then your heart's broken. It's not worth it. It's better. Take it as you were spared. And there's plenty of fish in the sea and all of these things make you smarter in dating and you learn from them. So take it. Hey, thanks for this learning lesson. And I promise you, I know you like them, but you'll like somebody else. You'll like somebody else right? Um, I think that, 
was that the last one for the week? Again, you guys can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um, and the, we didn't get a fuck, marry, kill this week, but I actually did want to do one. And I almost remember doing this. I think this may have been one of the first fuck, marry, kills that we ever did. And I don't remember what my answers were, but I was thinking about it the other day and I said, oh, I have to do this as a fuck, marry, kill because I know we've done it, but I don't remember my answer. And I don't even know, this might be one of the like fuck, marry, kills where my answer will probably change daily because it's a tough one. It's a one where the, the killing is really the hardest part because everything's great. So here's the fuck, marry, kill, ready? Waffles. French toast or pancakes and fight me. If you dislike any of these things, I will fist fight you and you will end up in the emergency room. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay. Here's, here's how I feel. I feel I'm always going to marry. See, it's so hard though. If I'm killing one, no, I can't kill French toast. I just can't do it because it is so fucking good. Okay. Everything about it. It's like, okay, this is pretty much like a dessert, but it's also a breakfast and you don't even really need syrup on it. Of course I always put syrup on it. I'm not a psycho, but you don't even really need that because it's like a pastry and you can make it with white bread and you just always, it's one of those things. Like it's like a special treat, right? Like on a special, it was always a special treat. If my mom was making French toast when I was little right? With her little wonder bread, you know, her little white bread slices. So good. It was so good. So we're never killing French toast. And then I can't kill a waffle. And I'm going to tell you why right now. And the answer is so simple, ladies and gents. The reason I can't kill a waffle is because they're crunchy. I like the texture of them better than I like pancakes me regularly. Cause I like a little crispy pancake too. If a pancake is crispy, but we're talking conventional. We're talking a fluffy, a fluffy flapjack. Oh, if, if I may, if I may. And I never called it that before, but that's what we're doing. So I got it. I got to kill pancakes. I'm going to marry. I guess I'm going to marry a waffle, right? Because it's, it's more like structure, structurally sound. I think it's more stable to be in a relationship with. I think a, a French toast would not be good in a relationship because it's too all over. The, it's a little too eccentric almost. You're salty, you're sweet, you have butter, you have syrup, you are bread, you are eggs. You are a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? You're a lot but I love you and you are my, I'm going to fuck you. So we're fucking the French toast. We're marrying the, and God, I pray to God. Sometimes I say, Lord, please let my neighbors hear me when I'm talking about doing fuck, Mary kills because these walls are thin and I know that they hear it. And I'm screaming that I want to fuck French toast. And, 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 and to be fair, I do. <laughs> I swear these people are so sweet and they're probably like, what does she do for a living? What is she? You know, but anyway, we're fucking the Frenchies. We're fucking the Frenchies. And then we're, we're marrying a waffle, right? A waffle definitely would be a good husband for me. 
And that might actually be my only option as a husband. And yeah, we got to kill it. We got to kill a panty. Sorry, pancakes, but you're cute. But we don't really fuck with you like that. And also I will say what really surpasses a regular pancake is a tiny pancake. And I believe they're called silver dollars. Those, I don't even want to get into thinking about those. Because first of all, anything mini is cuter. And a lot of times mini things taste better. And I don't know if it's psychological, but if you give me a tiny pancake, it tastes better than a big pancake. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Okay. And that is my fuck, Mary kill that I contributed because I thought about it the other day. And I said, this is going to be the question of the week. This is going to be the FMK of to a repeat. So anywho, I love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. This was definitely a clusterfuck of an episode. We have a lot of questions that you guys need to answer, which is, is it vase or vase? Why do people go camping? Would you fuck French toast? And I think those were the main, those were the main points here. Um, I appreciate it. If you guys need me, I will be swimming in my pool. You can always send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. You can join the patron. You can send in patrons questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will talk to you next week. Bye. 